0: This is the Cash Flow Nair Podcast. Advanced strategies for living life well. Here's your host, Rob Minton.
1: Hello, this is Rob Minton, and welcome to another Cash Flow Nair Podcast. I've got a great episode for you, and I need to kind of set the stage for this podcast. In the podcast, I share part of a presentation that I gave many, many years ago at that time I had a real estate brokerage, and we had a very large and awesome membership that was called the Income for Life membership. Our clients, our members, would buy nice single-family homes, and we would rent those homes out to tenant buyers on a rent-to-own program. Well, as the business was growing, some of our clients weren't really interested in property management management they didn't want to have to show their homes and 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 advertise their homes so a gentleman one of our members started a property management company and several of our members hired him to manage their properties i was not involved in the property management business i didn't own any of his any part of his business It was just a service for our clients, which at the time sounded great. Well, shortly after he started this property management business, he had all these properties that were vacant. You know, those properties were owned by our clients. So I felt, you know, this sense of responsibility because our clients had vacant homes. They were making mortgage payments on these homes and they didn't have any income from the property. So in this presentation, I kind of share that problem and what I was trying to do. To solve the problem. You might be thinking, well, why why would you share this now? I'm sharing it now because this, the idea, the big, I guess, strategy behind what you'll hear is you need to apply massive action to any of your problems. And over the last two months, the coronavirus has created many, many problems for all of us. For most people have been impacted one, in one way or another from the coronavirus. So as you listen to this Think about how you can use massive action to deal with any problem you might be facing right now. Make sure you stay towards the end because I talk about something kind of cool, all out war. I want you to take that idea to what's going on in your life. At the end of this podcast, I'll come back with a few thoughts for you. Okay, here it is.
0: Has everyone heard this before? Now, I can't take any credit for massive action. I learned it from Dan Kennedy, and I'm just trying my hardest to uh, implement it in my life. The problem when I will write massive action or Dan Kennedy writes massive action is that I don't think many people can picture it. What, what does massive action look like? Because you don't see it very often. The reason why massive action is required is because most plans fail. All right? So if you say I want to have a million dollars and I'm going, to, I'm going to invest in tax liens, great. But you know what? What if tax liens fail? Things go wrong, and so you have to plan for failure. You have to build that into your plan right in the beginning because it will happen, and nobody, and I mean nobody, plans for failure. You don't want to think about it. It's You kind of rule it out of your mind. Big mistake. And when, you, when, you, when you implement massive action, you're engineering the odds of success into your favor because you have so many things happening that whatever fails doesn't matter because the things you're still working on do work. So here's a real life example of how I'm applying massive action right now. Mike's not here right now, but uh you know, we have a re- we have a pretty big tenant placement challenge in our office. And I I have no ownership interest in Mike's business. He he came to me earlier in the year and said, "Hey, I want to get involved and he had placed some homes from his own investments and so he kind of set up his own business." Well, a couple weeks ago, he calls me and says, "Hey, it's not going very well." So we get together and he tells me um, we have 26 homes vacant, and we need to find some tennis for them. It's not going very well. So what would you do if all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you have 26 vacant homes? <laughs> <laughs> is that a pretty big challenge? Well, my guess is that most people would blame and complain. Oh, shit. You know? jeez, <laughs> can't do anything right. Make excuses, try one or two things, and they would definitely not plan for failure. So what I am trying to do, and I'm not perfect on this, but I am trying to implement massive action. All right. So I'm going to go through a few of the things about massive action. The first thing you want to think about when you have a big goal or a big challenge and when you're thinking about this massive action is what resources do you have available? Who do you know who can help you? What do you know that will work from your past experiences? What information can you find that will be helpful? What research can you do? And then who has similar goals or problems that you can learn from? But when I, this is what I go through in my mind, automatically. So who do I know that can help? 26 vacant homes. Well, income for life members. Obviously there's, there's hundreds of them and a lot of them are very good at placing homes. Team members. I've got a phenomenal team. I tease them and, and make fun of them and, but I love them to death. These guys are fantastic. So could I get them to help me? And then mastermind groups. I just spent two days with my mastermind group with Dan Kennedy, and we talked about this. So I'm now getting ideas from all these different resources about what to do. So I immediately went into hiring mode. I did an email blast to the Income for Life members. Many of you probably saw it, that Mike, he needed help, and he's looking for potentially part-time or full-time help. And um, we got 20-plus responses from that email. And um, when those responses came in, Mike focused on the the members that had had already had successful experience, or experience renting their home. So they placed a tenant. They know what they're doing. And I think he hired, I think it was six of our members within three days. So first resource was the Income for Life members. Three days later, three six people with experience were hired. I then went and recruited my team members, and they were not very happy about this. I signed uh, a couple of the homes that Mike had to my guys. And so now they're, they're helping out with those homes. And then I personally took a home... And then massive action on and I placed it in, in, in a couple of days. And I shared with you yesterday that it was good for me because I needed to get back out and do it. Then I the next part was, what do I know that works? Well, I know that rent-owned advertisements in the homes for rent section of the newspaper work, right? So if that works, where else can we test these classified advertisements? Because I know that works one place. Could it work anywhere else? And rather than test something new that I don't know, focus first on the thing that I do know, so what we did is we identified nine new places to test these advertisements. And so the Sun newspapers in the past, when I had tested them, we would test one individual city. But they've got, I don't know, how many is it? Seven, seven different papers. The circulation for the Sun is like 280,000. So now we're going to test in all the different regions for the Sun. The Free Times, the city newspapers, like Parma has the Horizon. The Scene, which is a little bit scary to put up there if you've seen the Scene. Craigslist which is on the Internet, all around Cleveland. So what I did is I started on the Internet. I went to Google, and I searched newspapers in Cleveland. And I'm now looking for places to test the ads that I know that work. If it works here, chances are it's going to work over here. And then the other thing is is we've never tested an advertisement running multiple properties. Now, as a real estate agent, I know that listing agents, when you look in the paper, you'll see the person's picture and 18 homes, and they work. So if that ad works for them, would an ad similar work for us? All right, because I know that works. Why try something new? Take that and implement it here. So we're going to test them. Actually, it hit Thursday, hit yesterday. The new ad hit, and we're running a bigger ad like this. I don't know. This probably isn't the final version, but it's going in the sun, the plain dealer, and a couple other papers, because I know that works. Then the idea came, you know, when you go to the grocery store, you have those little home buyer magazines. And I'm giving you guys some good ideas, so I'm hoping you're not noting these. But... Like Harman Homes or Homes Almanac here locally. I don't know what they're called in Missouri. Um, uh, But you see apartments for rent, and the idea is why don't we create our own magazine, Rent-to-Own Listings. So all Rent-to-Own Homes are in there. So as anybody goes through the grocery store, wherever those stands are, we have our own little book there. So Joe, my graphics guy, and I, and Mark are probably going to launch a magazine that we're going to get out at all the grocery stores, and and then we're going to create our own media and build this out. What about marketing directly to renters? Because there's a lot of renters that don't read the paper. We're not tapping into them, right? Well, did you know that you could rent a list of renters? There's list brokers out there. They just have names and mailing addresses and contact info. So what I did is I rented a list of 16,000 renters living in Cuyahoga County. And I got permission to send mail to them and to call them. And uh, I was able to make some distinctions on the list that I rented Income levels from 40 to 70,000, because I want to make sure they can at least qualify based on our standards for the home. And they lived in multi-family dwellings, which is an apartment. And most of our prospective, uh, rent-owned buyers come from apartments in God the County. Makes sense, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to, and this is just a proof of a postcard, we've been so busy this week I haven't had a chance to play with it, but we're going to pick four homes and we're going to mail a postcard to 16,000 renters. No other renters, and not all of them are going to be interested, but, you know, some might. Voice broadcasting technology. I have i voice broadcast, you guys have probably heard some of my voice broadcast before, right? Well, if it works for you, maybe it will work for this. Of the On the list of 16,000, there were 2,400 of the renters that their phone numbers were available on the list. And now I had to go take these phone numbers and check them against the do not call registry because if I voice broadcast them, I paid ten thousand dollar fine on every single one if they're on the do not call list, so that would be a mistake. But what I did for the list that for the people that were not on the do not call list is I created one voice broadcast for each city, and we had six cities that we were targeting: Parma, Garfield, Maple Heights, Euclid. Um, And so one voice broadcast went out for a home in Euclid, one went out for a home in Parma, one, you know, all right. So we ended up sending four hundred voice broadcasts per city. I did this last Friday afternoon. I'm not getting accurate numbers, but from indications, it didn't really work. All right, so this is, I didn't know, give it a shot, but it didn't work. The the next thing we did is we designed a new showing system to create urgency, because one of the feedback things we hear is that people, they see a home, a tenant sees a home, and it's hard to compel them to do something. So the idea is renters can complete one rental application. And then that they'll have access to every single home that Mike has. So if this application gets approved, you can go through all of the homes we have available. And and we decided to test the Euclid area first because it was closer to our office. And what happens is a person comes into the office, fills out the application, pays a twenty dollar fee. Mike copies their driver's license, so we have we can prove who they are. And then he'll give them a packet of information on those homes with the lockbox code. And then we tell them this is the key and, and this is actually working. We say that. You know, obviously you're applying for this, other renters are applying for this too, and what happens is the the faster you are, the better home you're going to find. And if you kind of drag your feet, the good homes are going to go fast. So what you need to do is you need to get out, look at all the homes as quickly as possible, and then you come in with a deposit and a $500 check, and then we put that home in a pending status and we finalize your approval. You guys think of that idea? It's working. So that's one of the things that are working. Then the next idea was, why don't we eliminate tenant placement all together? And we talked about this a little bit yesterday, is that why don't we as a real estate company attract the renters to us? We show them homes listed for sale. When they find a home they like, we kind of analyze the numbers with them. If the numbers work, we put that together and then go back to the Income for Life member. And we have done this before in the past, but it hasn't been a big part of our business. But So within October... Uh, we are no longer really uh, looking to add any new income for Life members. We are 100% focused on attracting renters to us. So, like, we've done a complete reinvention of our business because we have to solve the problem of the 26, but we got to stop the problem from happening again in the future. So that is going out. We tested a new advertisement. We got 400 phone calls in one week on the advertisement that we tested for this. We're now talking about adding incentives, and I've written a little bit about this, but a free moving truck for them ipod home security system and in my mastermind meeting yesterday i heard or two days ago i heard that the three-day disney trip is working phenomenal there's some other real estate investors in the group so we're going to begin to test the three-day disney uh, cruise offer or not a cruise a trip offer how about a, an advertisement that says move into this lovely rent own home and get uh, new furniture for your living room like a whole new living room furniture set that'd be a cool idea women pick the home right women like furniture guys can care less couches all beat up it doesn't matter So the ad's targeted to the female, because that's who we need to be targeting. And uh, so these are some of the ideas we're going to be testing here in the near future. Referral campaigns. Now, in most cases, the idea is to go to our existing tenant buyer that are in the homes and say, hey, if you refer somebody that moves into one of our homes, we'll pay you a referral fee or we'll do whatever. And my my idea was, why don't we go beyond that? That's a great idea. But why don't we, every tenant buyer that comes to look at a home, why don't we offer them a referral program? Does it really matter who's sending us the person? So, in the homes, we have a little information now, at least I hope we do, um, about a referral program. So even if you don't like this home, maybe your friend or someone else, uh, and you can earn a referral fee. So the idea is to create an army of salespeople promoting the rent to own homes. Good? I'm trying hard, man. You guys are not getting no love. No love. Um, so what another thing we, we decided to do was copy the realtors, add information boxes to the signs, put property feature sheets, rental applications, and then information on this rental program. So even if someone drives by and, and pulls the flyer out, why not try to turn them into a referral partner, even if they don't like the home or not? Next, we launched some weekly training and support meetings. We had a brainstorming session with uh, the properties and their team, and and we started to to do additional training for them. I had a big brainstorming meeting with my guys, and they had some phenomenal ideas. I'm sorry, Anna, not to leave you out of the guys thing. Anna had some phenomenal ideas, too, (laughs) because she'll be pissed if I don't say that. (laughs) And then we began weekly meetings with updates and results to just stay focused on the problem. We're doing some additional training for Income for Life members because we're figuring if Mike's having problems, some of our members might be having problems, too. So we started uh, a, a weekly rent-to-own question-and-answer conference call. We had this idea last Tuesday, and on Thursday night we had one like two days later, so the idea was implemented within hours. We're now adding role-playing to our, mem- our member classes that we're teaching because what we're doing in the, in the, in the How to Rent in Your Home Fast and for Top Dollar class is we're telling you how to do it, but we're not showing you how to do it. So... Our goal is to improve your skill set, practice in the training room rather than out with a prospective tenant buyer. And then we're going to provide additional coaching and support on a case-by-case basis. And then the other thing is, is that, you know, all those were strategies. Each strategy requires multiple action steps. And it's not just as easy as writing down the strategy. You have to go further. So let's talk about the strategy of the new application system where the tenant comes into Mike's office, applies. He gives him a list of homes. It's just not as easy as saying that. You have to write new advertisements. You've got to test new phone scripts. So how do you get them to drive into the office? Because renters are not trained to come into the office. They are trained to go look at the house. So how do you get them to think differently about it? What's the benefit to them? And you have to test that because you don't know what's going to work. When they're in the office, how do you create the race? What do you say to get them to go leave and go start walking through homes, you know? So we had to write these scripts, we had to think through what was in it for the tenant, and we had to study and analyze the results. You know, since this is working, that's a, it's a great positive sign. So in, in total, this is, I'm trying to show you what massive action looks like. And what I, if I would have said this to you, would you have thought all this was going to happen? And I don't know if you would or you wouldn't have. I don't think most people would. We launched over 20 strategies. We indirectly hired 11 people to help out. Each person has like two homes, around about there. We began the additional training and support immediately. We created two new showing systems. We launched eight new marketing plans to attract more renters. And all these steps were implemented simultaneously. You know what that does? It causes chaos, confusion, problems, disaster, mess. But that's what success looks like. I'm dead serious. I, our office is in a constant state of chaos, and that's the way it should be. Any of you work for a company where there's no chaos? Anything happening at that company? I mean, it has to be a wreck. It really does. And massive action makes things a wreck. And when you when you what happens typically for people when they get into this situation is they oh this doesn't this doesn't feel very good, and they want to retreat, want to go back to the comfort level. And you can't. When you feel that pressure, that stress, know that that's a sign that you're headed in the right direction. And the last thing, and I talked about it yesterday, money really does follow speed. If, if we were to be slow with this, dead in the water. It would, it would ruin our business. It really would. So the, the, the the thing is, is you gotta begin an all-out war. And this is really how I think about it. All-out war on your goal or your problem. And when I think about it, That's the picture I have, Mel Gibson, all right, Braveheart. And I'm not kidding you. This is like when something comes up. I mean, how do I get an army, and how do I conquer the problem? So ultimate failure is not an option. Individual strategies or individual action steps may not work. They won't work. A lot of them won't. But because you rig the game in your favor by massive action, you're not going to lose. So how does massive action apply to you? Your goal is to increase your income. How does it apply to you? What 20 strategies are you implementing simultaneously to increase your income? You know, are you investing in one property or multiple properties? Are, what are you doing to increase your income at work? Are you doing anything to get a bonus? Are you doing anything to get a promotion? What are you doing to create or start a new business? Who are you networking with or partnering with? What opportunities are you guys talking about? How are you leveraging your assets? And you heard so many ideas. Mike's idea today is a gold mine if you're not, if you didn't pay attention to that. What mastermind group uh, are you participating in? How much money are you saving in your wealth account? Are you saving money from every single income stream that you have? I mean, literally, what are you conducting an all-out war to increase your income? That's how I think about it. So here it is. Here's the chart. I mean, all, what are, are you doing mobile homes? Are you doing apartment investments? Are you doing self-directed IRA investments? Are you doing a private bank? Are you doing tax liens? I mean, you've gotten so many ideas this, these last two days, an all-out war to increase your income. But I could hear you say, oh, I don't have enough money. Then the war becomes, how do I get more money to invest? What 20 things are you doing right now to get more money? Because people give up. Oh, I don't have enough money. Well, come on. Massive action, a war. There's 20 things you can do. I guarantee you, if you really wanted the money enough, if your if your vision was compelling enough, you'd get it. So my vision for the Lake Norman home, and this is just from notes, is um, just Massive action on the Lake Norman home. And you can't really read it. I I copied it really dark and I scanned it with best quality and that's the crap I got. Um, But you see the two charts I just did on the PowerPoint is that's how I think. So move to Lake Norman, I've got family issues. My mom lives here. So what do I do about my mom? My mom's coming with us on Thanksgiving. So I'm trying to break the thing in with her. But then I've got kids. What do I do about my kids? My three-year-old can't swim. So I got to get her into swim lessons because if I'm going to have a lake out in my backyard, I got to make sure she can swim. I'm thinking about all of this stuff. I don't even have a house now. You know, what do I need to do to my home to to sell it or to put a tenant buyer in my home? I got got to clean this up, fix this, paint that. What do I got to do to increase my credit report? I I think you guys heard my credit score was like at 680 because I wasn't paying attention to it. If I'm going to buy a million dollar house, I probably should get my credit score up a little bit. So I got to do 18 things to get my credit score up. So whatever your goal is, whatever your vision is. Massive action. So not only am I doing massive action on the tenant placement problem, doing massive action on Lake Norman, I'm doing massive action on the boot camp. I'm doing massive action on everything. It's not just one thing. You can do it on simultaneous things, which keeps you up at night of problems.
1: Well, I hope you took away a few ideas that you can use to your advantage. When I listened to that again here recently, I was I was kind of laughing because a lot of the things that we were using back then, like classified advertisements and newspapers, you know, we don't do anymore, and the times have really changed uh, since then. But what was really kind of cool to reflect was that that big problem and all of the action steps that we took turned into several new opportunities for the business going forward. We ended up creating our own magazine, our own media. And that magazine, Rent to Own Listings, was in all the grocery stores in our area. We controlled that magazine, which created a lot of opportunity for us. One of the things I talked about, the new system for showing homes to tenants where they would come into the office and uh, apply and pay a little deposit. And then they'd walk through the homes on their own. We used that after that problem was solved. We basically reinvented that aspect of the business. We hired new team members. Those team members stayed with us. So that big problem turned into a big opportunity, and we were able to benefit from that opportunity going forward. Usually, in most problems, if you look, you can find opportunity. We didn't know what opportunities we were going to find when we were dealing with that problem, but the massive action we took opened up many things that made our business better going forward. So if you're having a big problem, use massive action, and then more than likely, you'll walk away from that problem in a much better situation than you were prior to the problem. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode of the Cash on Air podcast, and we'll be back soon.